0: My business hashtag more than graphics is a lifestyle mantra turned podcast. Hi, I'm Danielle, a graphic designer, owner of Octane Design Studios, wife and mom of three. The MTG podcast is a virtual space for hard truth telling and life chronicles surrounding women and men in the tech and creative industries. Tune in as myself, Cicely and Brittany put it all on the table, sharing authentic life truths as we sustain and empower each other in search of our tribe. We're more than a designer. We're more than our name badge. We're more than the work we produce. Welcome to the MTG Podcast, because life is more than graphics.
1: Okay, so um, my name is Sylvia Hoke, and I'm a published portrait and fashion photographer located in Brooklyn, New York. And I've just recently left uh, corporate America two years ago and two months So um, it has been an extraordinary journey um, just getting here. And um, it's not until recently that I'm actually uh, sitting into the whole idea of it. And actually, uh, it's almost as if it feels very fresh and new. Um, So uh, there's a lot of new things happening. It's just been an incredible journey. So and I created my home to be a studio, and which is very conducive for what I do. And I love the idea of getting up and, you know, working in my pajamas if I want to or, or not. So um, it's a whole different world. And, and, you know, I planned a lot to get here. So um, I can talk about that, any questions you have, you know, in terms of how that actually happened.
0: We talk a lot about this particular month uh, theme is space. It's amazing to hear your particular story in regards to space. Um, So my question would be, um, how do you know when to make space um, for less corporate and more freelance? That's my first question.
1: Um, I'm actually just beginning to get to know how to do that. I just recently decided to take on a new service in my uh, photography, which is branding photography. So I just completed um, a website for a client, um, which Brittany, I got a yes to that proposal. So it's exciting. So I I decided to change the structure just a little bit and maybe perhaps take on bigger projects so that there's less smaller ones. And then after the bigger projects, I can actually incorporate time for myself in between the next one. So this is something new that I've decided to uh, take on. So I'm actually have a gigantic calendar that I could see a month at a glance. And when I plan things, I just make sure that there's a little bit of white space in between, you know, the next job. So um, so now I'm just actually making the time, uh, more time for myself in between each project that I'm doing.
0: Yeah, that's so smart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's new, it's brand new. <laughs> I you're making
2: a little buffer. <laughs> I think that's so smart, like the idea of the white space, like that really, that relates to me in my own personal life. I look at my calendar and I have a month at a glance as well. Yeah. There's hardly any white space <laughs> in there <laughs> at all. So I think that's wonderful.
1: <clears throat> yeah, thank you. I mean, I, I can't use the iPhone calendar because it's just too small. I can't, I can't do my life on that little thing. But when I have the big calendar in front of me, that white space means me. So, you know, it's, so it's really important to me, you know, when I start to see it getting really black, then I know, okay, you know, um, I have to, you know, cut something out. And usually the first thing is, is social time, you know, with, with friends. Um, uh yeah and then you know work is first <laughs> but uh but work is also fun as well so
2: That's awesome. And that was kind of like my question as well for you was like, how do you um, create the space in your personal life while transitioning to full time entrepreneurship? Like, where's the balance? Have you found it yet? Are you still like the rest of us and searching for it? How does that work for you?
1: Well, um, that's a good question. Um, I actually just started to find it. Uh, last summer. Awesome. So basically, when I was in the corporate world, it was being on, um, you know, like a freight train, just, you know, going straight through as fast as possible to get uh closer to my dream and to go from five days of work, five days a week, to four, to three, and then zero, and then all of a sudden I got on another train um, to uh, take classes, entrepreneurial classes, and to get myself situated in my own business. So that that was another train, although it was all me, it was still a different train. So I just um, last summer decided I was going to take my lunch outside to the park. And that's when I started to realize that I really needed this quality time for myself because I did do all of this um, over these years, planting the seeds to get to this point. Um, Also to be able to live into my dream and not, you know, have a whole nother to do list, and and have a different uh, a freight train going on. <laughs> so, um, so I started to take walks in the park. That's like my little sanctuary, and um, I'll lay out in the grass, bring my lunch, and have my music with me. And um, I knew that by doing that, that was like a real necessary part of um, my alone time. And in order for me to recharge and to be able to think things out fully and it it was actually um, astounding because it I, that was the first time that I actually really started to enjoy my neighborhood. And I've been living here for 15 years. And so, you know, walking down the block and really doing it at a a slow pace and looking around, it actually brought tears to my eyes because I said, oh, my God, I've lived in this neighborhood for more than 15 years, but I never had the time to stop and look around and see what's around me and enjoy what's around me. So that was, I think, the first time that I started to really take time for myself and, you know... um, Yeah.
2: That's amazing.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love that you even mentioned the the fact that you take the extra time to do the things around you that give you comfort. Um, That is something that I am really not even there yet. Um, I mean, nice. The closest thing I have to my comfort is that Starbucks coffee or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the toast before I
3: <laughs> do
0: whatever, whatever agenda that I have for the day. So the fact that you're able to take pieces that bring you joy, that help create space for you to focus. Right. That's that's
1: awesome. That's yeah. a good thing for me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really, really necessary. And if you can't, you know, take a long walk to the park, you know, you could do small little getaways. So mm-hmm. um, I have an apartment that I live in, and I have a teeny little foyer. And a friend of mine and I, we kid around all the time, and I tell him, uh, he says, what are you up to? And I says, well, I'm going to go to the West Wing and relax for a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> two steps away. <laughs> so I created this little space in the foyer. I put a Buddha there, you know, to say relax. Mm-hmm. I have a little rug, and you know, I'll lay there and I'll stretch, and you know, I just feel like I'm somewhere else. Um, but it's the small little things that you do for yourself to that makes you feel better. You know, I'll turn the phone off. I'll turn the TV off. And I'll lay over there and I'll stretch or, or, you know, if I want to watch TV, I'll watch, um, you know, my favorite uh, getaway shows on Netflix so I can go to another island. <laughs> oh, yes. <yeah>. Totally. <laughs> so I take those kind of trips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about that. <laughs> I love this. <it. laughs> you know, there's small things that you can do as well without thinking, oh, my God, I have to go on vacation and get on a plane and go somewhere that's not necessarily true um, you know it's really stopping your mind you know and quieting yourself down maybe turning the phone off you know just mm-hmm. connecting um, you know there's the the phone there's the computer there's all of this you know social media going on so you need to you need to just um, find your own way to to kind of breathe and and have some quiet time. You are so good at this. So, yeah,
3: I love everything that you just said. Totally. (laughs) You make faith so well.
1: I've only just recently discovered
3: all this. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for for even sharing what you've just discovered. And actually, Uh as As we think about the theme of making space, this makes me think that we don't really need a lot of physical space to take care of ourselves. We can even just your small little foyer, um, which is right outside your front door with a Buddha statue or just some some simple yoga stretches or travel shows on Netflix, you know, whatever it might be you can do that in a small space. You can, you don't have to have this huge mansion to, you know, to take care of yourself.
1: Um, Absolutely. Uh, You know, everybody requires different types of amounts of time, you know, you you know, their solitude could be with friends, it could be creativity, um, you know, room to breathe or to think. For me, it's just really just quieting it down like just you know the brain is also a muscle and it gets tired too so you have to just you know it, it, even reading a book it, it does energy mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you know I just try to find ways to just really quiet it down as much as I can and and it really doesn't mean that you have to go somewhere far now
0: <laughs> oh man okay that was my cue <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> wow this is like seriously like i'm taking notes i don't know if you guys are but i am like literally like i am taking notes this is happening because i just feel like this is this we're just got all these amazing good things that i personally need to practice myself let alone people who are probably listening to this or will be listening to this so um thank you sylvia like dropping gems and don't even know it oh my god (laughs) like seriously where I'm like yes this is what this is totally what um a lot of us need in re- in regards to space um I do have a question for you um okay. is let's see Actually, um, how have you used space to kind of navigate your own, your own freedom and your own life path? I know we talked a little bit about how you were able to kind of bring things with you to create um, the kind of balance um, that you want to have and, be able, and the ability to focus on jobs in a certain way. Um, how, how have you been able to use um, space to kind of create more freedom or more than what you thought was freedom um, from where you were in the beginning to where you are now?
1: Yeah, um, that's a good question. Um, I have decided that I needed to actually schedule that time for myself. So I have a favorite place that I go to that's out of town. It's about an hour and 15 minutes away. And I make sure that I put that on the calendar um, just to make sure that it's really away from work. You know, I really get it's with nature and I get to walk around and go to my favorite shops and really turn it off, like really, really turn it off. Um, That's one of the biggest things that's really, really necessary for me because I know that for me, being in nature is a really good way for me to shut it off, which is why, um, you know, when nature calls and, you know, you feel like you have to get out of the city You know, I always know my body and my mind always tells me and I just go, oh, I need to put it on the calendar. And I just got I just went this Saturday, as a matter of fact. And even though it's just, you know, overnight or if I just go for one full day, Mm -hmm. it makes a world of a difference for me. So you have to find a way to do um, something for yourself. That really should become number one. I know it sounds strange, but that really should be your main priority. Is to find something that you love to do. Um, You know, I I call it take yourself on a date. So, you know, for me that, you know, so for me, that's like going to French town or maybe, you know, uh, being in my flannels, watching a good Netflix movie or, you know, there's got to be something that you have to do for yourself. And that that really should be the priority. And a lot of times we think it's the other way around, and we we think we have to go full speed ahead, full speed ahead. But if we don't take care of ourselves, then you know we're not going to have anything to give, you know, anyone else. So
0: that is so true. Yeah, if we can't we can't take care of ourselves, no one else is going to be able to take care of us. Exactly, so
1: yes, exactly. You gotta you gotta recharge somehow. Yes, totally. Yeah.
2: and something you said reminded me of something that I think is really important for entrepreneurs budding entrepreneurs and like people who are just looking to kind of do something that's already been done like how did you find because especially living in New York it's a huge place everyone's a model everyone's a photographer everyone's a musician Everyone does like so many amazing, wonderful things. I think when I left, it's like 8 million people in one city. So that's another thing that I think is really profound. Um, like when you made that transition from corporate to being an entrepreneur, how did you make space for yourself in an industry where everyone was already doing it? Like what set you apart? And then how did you kind of carve your space in an industry that's, you know, already set in motion in an industry that's already booming and, you know, full of so many successful, amazing photographers?
1: Yeah, that's a really, really good question because um, that uh, many, many years ago before I actually left corporate America, that was actually um, an issue that I had. And only an issue was there was because I would hear other people say, Oh my God, there's so much competition. There's so many other photographers. um, You know, how are you going to make yourself stand out? And, you know, I just said, I I don't know. It's just, (laughs) it's it's just something that I like to do, but I think it was, it was their concern that I started to uh, take for a moment as true. But then I thought to myself, well, Yeah, there are a lot of photographers, but everybody has their own different style. And I'll be the type of photographer that has my own different style. I mean, it's like, you know, artwork. It's, it's like, do you like Picasso? Do you like Monet? It's, you know, what, you know, what singers do you like? You know, it's, it's a matter of taste and um, not everybody's going to like your style and that's okay. And then there'll be a lot of people that will like your style because I believe that there's photographers that fit in perfectly with um, certain people. You know, it depends. And I have a particular style, not only in the way that I shoot, but also in the way that I treat people and the way that I, um, you know, uh, I, I care about people a lot. So I have a complimentary consultation first. And, you know, I love to treat people, you know, like in the old days, you know, where people were treated like kings and queens. You know, I really believe in treating people (laughs) Um, with care so um, that makes me stand out a little bit and I and this is what I've been hearing from a lot of people so that's I'm able to share it
2: (laughs) that's amazing and thank you so much for bringing that up because I feel a lot of people are kind of just like you were at the beginning like kind of timid and afraid to take the leap because so many people are doing it or well you know I know seven photographers or I know seven hairstylists I know you know so many people that do this and just like you said it's you that brings your individual flair to your photography business to your clients because you treat them like in a way that is unique to you and i think that's so awesome to you know let everyone know that it's not just that you're a photographer or that you're a graphic designer or whatever you may be it is you that brings your own flair and flavor to things and I think that's awesome
1: right thank you and 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 you know I always tell when I have a complimentary consultation it's always great for us to meet so that I could get to know you but it's also good for you as the client to feel the energy of the photographer and make sure that the photographer is right for you because uh, most people are terrified to be photographed. I mean, ninety-nine <laughs> percent people. It's like having a root canal almost. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> and and I I get this all the time. So you know I give them the opportunity to get comfortable with me, and they're you know they're also making a decision as well. Because I want to be right for them, also, so that I can give them the best that I can give them to. They want you know they have to be comfortable as well.
3: Awesome. You make such a good point, Sylvia, that it, it it's really about comfort on both sides, right? Like you want to be a good match for them. Yes. And then they also need to be a good match for you as far as clients go. Yes. Um, and I actually have a two-part question, um, kind of leading, you know, building off of that. Um, we talked about, you know, how we did. We haven't really gotten into the details of how you took the leap from corporate America to running okay. your own business. But I would love to hear more about what it was like, you know, going from working in corporate America to having the courage to start your own business in New York City, of all places, and also what advice Advice would you give to our listeners who might be, you know, maybe they want to start a business, but they're just trying to to make space or to build
1: courage to take that leap? Yeah that that that's a really really <laughs> good question, and oh my god, I, I'll I'll try to make a long winded answer a little a little shorter, but um, so yeah, I I, I think. In sharing wisdom I think that um, you have to have a plan that that's number one you have to have a plan and so the way that I did it I planned over several years um, you know I kind of you know guesstimated when I would be ready to leave so I literally took my um, my banking account and I split it into two and I started to save money in a separate account and I started to figure out, okay, well, if I go from five days a week to four days a week, um, this is how much I'm going to make. So let me see how I live on that. And then um, and then the same thing when I went to four days a week and three days a week, I said, okay, at three days a week, this is what I'm going to make. Um, so I would put extra money on the side all the time. I knew that I could survive in three days a week so then the extra money I would always put on the side so I really I did this for a very long time and while I was going from five days to four to three I was still doing my photography so I went to four days but then I had the extra day for my photography I went to three days and then the extra time was for my photography so I was also um, making money that way as well so I was kind of like, you know, doing it in small steps, but always keeping my eye on the end result. And as it turned out, I ended up leaving um, two years maturely before I had planned um, because the you universe know. has, yeah, the universe has a way of pushing you out really quickly when, you know, um, when, you, when you think you're not ready, but you actually are. So, um, so yeah, that's the way that I did it. I, I, I did it very strategically and, um, I had a plan and I planted the seeds. Um, but you have to do it not only, not only for the dream, but, but also for dreaming, you know, if that makes sense. And, um, one of my favorite quotes is our truest life is in when we, our truest life is when we are in dreams awake by Henry David Thoreau. Oh. And um, you have to plan for that time as well. You know, you really do. You have to plan for that time as well. I've been a dreamer since I was a little girl and um, I always planned out my life. I was always like a ducks in a row kind of girl. And um so even this whole transition and this whole thing, like, I always had that dream for many, many, many years, and I kept my eyes on it, and I didn't let go of that dream at all. So it was, it was inevitable, really, because I knew that I was going to get there, you know, someday. Um, and yeah, New York, it is. It is pretty tough. Um, but like I said, you you have to really have a. You can't just jump. You can't just jump without a plan, because then if you do, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> you're going to be in trouble. So I never just say, "Oh, just do it" to people. No, no, I never say that because you know you don't want to be out of a job. You really do have to have a plan, and um and have a backup plan as well. So that's pretty much how I planned it all out. You are incredible my
3: friend. I um I did not know that you that you had such a strategic plan but um, if anyone who's listening right now we definitely have that exit strategy. You you've got to you got to have that sort of net to catch yourself if you take that leap. But yeah. Be- my goodness, woman, you are an inspiration. <laughs> in <he> you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen, listen, if for me, it was a matter of life and death because the way that I was living, I was, I was in prison, basically. I really felt like I was in prison. Um, when you're a creative person and you're sitting in corporate, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to that. I felt like I had literally a hand around my throat um when I was there especially in the later years that I was there right before I was leaving I couldn't breathe and it was literally a matter of life and death and I said I have to I have to jump because because I I I just I I have to jump otherwise you Mm -hmm. know I I just didn't feel like I was living and um so finally um you know, even today, I, I kid around with my friends. Yeah, you know, uh, when I broke out of prison, you know, I started to do this and do that. And um, so, yeah, it, it, it's, it, yeah, it. you really have to, um, you have to want it really, really badly enough to stick to a plan like it's a matter of life and death.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, I can't even tell you, like, how I can relate. When you first <laughs> said the word prison, I was like, wow. Yes. Like, somebody from the other side of the moon understands how <sighs> I feel and, how, and how I feel in regards to uh, designing for self versus designing for someone. Yes. And yeah, I totally relate to that. I'm sure there's going to be so many listeners that can relate to that type of atmosphere and that type of um, tra- entrapment. Um, where they feel like they're just trapped and there's no way out. Um, So thank you so much for sharing just a little piece of like, uh, so many people will relate to that. I just totally relate to that. It totally speaks to me. Um, When you Um, talk about freeing yourself from that type of captivity, and the only way to get out of that captivity is to keep moving forward. It's not to stay still. It's not to stay stagnant, but keep moving. Um, Even though the universe wants us to tell us or wants to tell us that Stay still.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, a, and and resistance will show up. You know, you know when when you know that it's about to happen, and, and things are starting to move in in that direction, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, you know, you go through. <laughs> it's amazing what you go through um, before you actually take that leap. But it feels like this. It feels like I jumped off the mountain, and you know, I landed on my feet and, you know, I'm looking around, you know, making sure that I'm still grounded, and um, yeah, I found that I was still grounded, and, you know, I survived, (laughs) you know, I survived (laughs) jumping, so, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, as bad as you think it is, but but there's a freedom, there's a real freedom that, that, you know, that you get, and and, and you feel so good and different. And then once that happens, then the confidence comes and then you start to really get to strategize what you're going to do. And, you know, and then you have the space to do it. So, um, yeah, so that, that, that's how it happens. And then you pick up a momentum and then, you know, things just start falling into place because I, I really truly feel that, you know, um, the universe really does a step up for you. Yeah, totally. Oh
0: my goodness, this is so great. Um, thank you for that. You're I have. Welcome. I'm going to do one last question um, okay. on my end if the girls want to continue to ask, but I have one from for just to ask in a, a more of a storytelling fashion. Okay. Um, we are all about um, sharing our own truths and sharing our own stories. Um, I recently shared one recently in the digital content of, for our subscribers about space and kind of using things that I know as a graphic designer, I come from a space of kerning and you know how to create real kerning in our lives um, versus just, you know, using it for, uh literal sense (laughs) right um but I wanted to kind of know um how the ways that you have used space to get unstuck and if you could share a story where you've been able to use space to get unstuck
1: oh yeah well um the first thing that comes up for me is solitude um, so I, um, I tend to, uh, need solitude, um, you know, when I get stuck, uh, when I get stuck, <laughs> I actually need time to have a conversation with myself <laughs> to find out, okay, you know, what is the real situation? You know, why do I feel stuck? What is it that... Is the truth? You know, am I afraid of something? Am I not confident um, in something? Um, what is it? Uh, what is it that I fear? Because it's usually something around that you know that has you be stuck. So um, I I just I really get down with a conversation with myself, and uh, you know, and uh, get to what the real. Uh, core of the of the stuckness is and then um, you usually usually get an answer so you know if I'm stuck on something um, you know I'll just say what is it what is it that I'm not moving forward with this about like why am I not writing that email why am I not uh, following up on uh, on something I have to follow up with and then I discover okay you know well I'm afraid to do this. That's what it is. (laughs) Like, I'm afraid to do this. And, um, and I need to, I need to move forward. I need to, this is why I'm stuck because fear is coming up or some sort of resistance is coming up. So, um, so solitude is the way that I take care of that. Um, usually when I get quiet with myself, um, you know, the answers do come up, you know, they do, they, they really do come up and then you figure out a way you it out, you know, because there's always an action that you can take to become unstuck. Even if it's a small little thing, it could be very small, but any little action is going to have you shift from being stuck to, you know, to having some sort of movement, you know, moving forward. Absolutely. So I hope that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yes, totally. <laughs> of course it makes sense. <laughs> I
1: love this. Thank you so much. Oh my god, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. I will totally share that as we go along because that's something I, I want to be able to hold on to for myself in times when I get stuck. I recently came out of a season of being stuck right. and um, kind of not knowing how to move forward or how to um, just press forward. And it really is just a small little, you know, one step in front of the other, not to exactly Christmas movies, but, you know, really put <laughs> one foot in front of the other, one little movement can really kind of. Spiral the next step, and then just the momentum from that really creates a whole another crescendo.
1: So yes, Danielle, totally that that's exactly it.
2: (laughs) I love it. I love the back and forth between you two. Um, and Sylvia, another really, I think, important question, especially for our like our listeners. For I'm gonna say viewers too. <laughs> I'm used to doing, like TV. <laughs> but um, so like for our listeners, um, as you're blazing your own trail and kind of finding your own way, how um, can you make? How can you or will you make space for others in your industry or kind of anyone who may seek advice from you? Or anyone who maybe can relate to kind of the things you've been through, how do you feel like you can make space for them
1: yeah um, that's a good question i um, whenever I have an opportunity I, I get to share with um some people that I know that are looking for something more of them than, than what they're doing. And um, I just try to be positive about it and try to um, everybody needs just one person that believes in you and that can say you know uh you can do this and you know uh these are some ideas that i have and um you know just kind of coach you along and make you feel like um you know like you're not alone um so there's a lot of opportunities um there's not any organization that i go to because there's just a lot of people around you that um that need that advice you know that need that advice and so I try in any way that I possibly can and usually this occurs a lot when I'm doing a complimentary consultation because some people come to me and they they know that they want to do something and you know with their business but they're really not too sure how that looks or how to go about doing it. Um, So that's an opportunity for me to be able to, um, you know, be a vehicle for them and help them, you know, uh, with any advice that I possibly can. I even have, you know, actors that I um, have in complimentary consults. Complimentary consultations is a real discovery period because you find out a lot about people and what their fears are. And that, That's the opportunity that I get, the platform for them to be able to open up in a way that they wouldn't. Um, And I ask them questions like from the beginning, like, what are your dreams? Like, you know, what are your fears? Um, You know, do you have a direction that you want to go into? And, And sometimes they do, and a lot of times they don't. And when they don't, that's when I say, okay, well, how about we start creating something from here, you know? What is it, you know, is there a specific role that you would love to do? And, and you'll be surprised. People start opening up and just start discovering that, that it is there, that they do, they have something that they really do want to do. So, um, yeah, so that, that's my opportunity to be able to help people as much as I possibly can.
2: I think that's awesome like we in a creative field and anything that you do like you said photography for you writing modeling for me it's really important to have those people that you can rely on or someone who's in the same industry who kind of understands your struggle as well it's like a really good sense of community a sense of wow someone actually gets it and someone's been there or someone's going through it now so they can really help me and kind of understand or really just relate to me and like you said with your discovery I call them discovery calls. With your, consulta- yes. your complimentary consultations, right. it's a great way for you to dig into those things that maybe they wouldn't have opened up to other people about. So that's
1: exactly. Awesome. And, and and when it happens for me, you, you you have to have somebody in your tribe that you can go to and you can say, Oh my God. I'm just like, you know, I'm so stuck. I have a friend that um, we have our talks and we call it going down the rabbit hole. And, um, (laughs) and, and, you know, we just share with each other, well, what is it, that you're afraid of or what is it that I'm feeling and you know why am I afraid why am I stuck here why am I and then we go down the rabbit hole and we start to realize what it is because we start telling each other the truth and then once we start telling each other the truth it becomes very hilarious because you know you start to laugh at yourself and you say oh my god really I caused this whole anxiety because of this small thing but you know you gotta have somebody you you have to have somebody in your tribe that you can go to and that you can talk to about things as well you know
2: I agree with that I call it like talking people down
1: yeah <laughs> like when you're frantic and
2: panicking you've got to have somebody who's like girl get it together or like you know yes. get what's going on here and let's rein it in you always you have to have the hype man and you have to have the people who like bring you down yes <laughs> You got to have the balance. It's checks and balances.
1: Yeah, for sure. You definitely do. Yes.
2: But I think that's a great point. So thank you for bringing that up. And I love that you have a tribe of people who I bet some of them are not even involved in photography. Some of them are not entrepreneurs, but they can still kind of keep you grounded and keep you where you need to be.
1: Yeah. It's really, really important. I, I really honestly don't know what I would do um, without that support because um everybody needs that person that, you know, that believes in you. And, uh, you know, and can laugh at you as well. You know, (laughs) really, because sometimes we make up these big things and these big fears, and and it's really nothing. It's a simple thing. So, um, so yeah, I'm blessed to have those friends that I can uh, talk to, uh, you know, and laugh at, you know, the things that we get silly about.
2: (laughs) Right. I think you need that time also to decompress. Cause like you said, that transition, you've got like everything. And, you know, I know from my time in New York as well, like it really is a rat race. Like it is literally, you're always just hustling, you're moving, Uh. you're going. So when you're doing that all by yourself and for yourself and like, you don't have that net of, you know, every two weeks I'm getting paid or every Friday I'm getting paid, that it becomes even more imperative at that point.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
2: (laughs) You're so oh much God. fun. I like you. Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> I like all of you. This is really, really fun. I should have was...
2: met you when I lived in New
1: York. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It, it's really it's really it feels like um, you know, just having chit chat with a bunch of girlfriends.
3: <laughs> and that it. is what we aim for. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So next time you
3: need model shots, Cicely, you know who to call. I see. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, finding your tribe and just having those people. Um, I think I think Sicily maybe called it the the amp person, right? The hype person that like amps you up and the hype you person, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and- <laughs> So, like, you need that person, but you also need, like, just, you know, your girlfriend that you can call when you're feeling anxious about something, and, you know, you just need the person to keep you grounded, and it's really good to have a combination of those two types of people in your circle, in your tribe, whatever that looks like, Um, and that actually leads into the question that I was going to ask for you, Sylvia, and this will be... my last question of the evening. Um, So we as entrepreneurs and creatives and business professionals, we do need a certain amount of hustle, like we just talked about, to make our dreams reality. But sometimes, and I think Sylvia talked to you about this a little bit privately last time we talked, it's like sometimes we get stuck in this routine of hustle, 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 and we forget to work self-care into that routine. We forget to make time for our tribe and the people in our lives—like it can't just be 100% hustle all the time, or you will get burnt out. Even if you're, even if you're doing something that you love. Um, so I'm curious as we get back to this theme of making space. Now that you've run your own business for, what was it? Two years, like two, two or three years, years now. That's two crazy. Two two months. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now that you've been doing this for a couple of years, what's, what's the biggest takeaway um, that you have or the thing, you know, when you think of making space in your business these days, um, what do you find yourself craving or what is the big takeaway that you have
1: regarding that theme? Um, you know, um, this, this podcast came at a really good time because, um, I'm finding that that needs to be a priority right now is actually making space for myself because yes, you, you know, when you're running your own business, you're the salesman, you're the bookkeeper, you're the, the cook, the cleaner, you're the decision maker, you know, there's a lot going on at one time. And um, it can get a little bit crazy if if you don't interject this is what I'm saying you have to interject that uh that making space for yourself on your calendar literally um so for me right now that's become a priority and it's so funny it's such a conundrum because even though that's come up become a priority right now I've actually gotten new projects at the same time so so um um yeah I I just um you have to, you know, I rushed so, so, so much over these um, two years um, and uh, full speed ahead, you know, the last two years, just like, you know, because now it's me, I got to make the money. I'm not getting a a check every week. I've got to get the clients. I've got to, you know, Oh my God, how am I going to make money? And And I started to find myself, you know, um, being in that, in that mode, um, you know, and going full speed ahead, you know, for two years straight until it dawned on me one day and I said, you know what, I, I, I don't know why I'm having this feeling why I have to get somewhere anymore when I actually have arrived where I am right now and I have to, I can actually make peace with where I am right now. There really is no having to get there um, anymore. And so when I realized that, that's when I I, I said, you know, I, I can slow down and I could, um, you know, I can go bike riding and I can, uh, you know, make the time to do things and and not feel guilty about it, because there was a time where I would just, if I wanted to rest, even lay down for a second and and watch a movie, I would actually feel guilty about doing that. But this is what I plan for. This <laughs> I plan to become an entrepreneur, um, doing what I love to do, but also having the time for myself. So, you know, somehow that got lost and 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 it defeated the whole purpose. So now I'm back. I'm back, you know, uh, grounded again and knowing that again, you know, I have to take care of myself first. And so, you know, that that's becoming that's becoming my priority. Um and everything else will still fall into place and you still will get everything done, but but not with the anxiety of oh my God, like, you know, I have to do this because, you know, I have to, you know, make, you know, that's not really true anymore. I, I, I did, I did plan very well. So I know that I'm going to be okay. So I can, I could slow down a little bit, you know, I could slow down a little bit and smell the flowers. So I don't know if I got off track, if I answered your question, Brittany, I think I kind of kind of went somewhere else, maybe. No,
3: you, oh my gosh, <laughs> you were giving me chills. Like that totally resonated with me. I completely know what you're trying oh. to say there. Um, yeah, I've I've been there, as you know, Sylvia, I've been there myself. And there's this, yes. especially over the winter, I find sometimes like the anxiety tends to spike around the holiday season. And, and you know, it, it feels like we're coming over that hump now, you know, recording this in February. But I talked to so many entrepreneurs especially women who struggle with that same thing like those feelings of anxiety and the feelings of guilt when you do take time to slow down it's crazy and yeah and it's just so important I think too to you know we we celebrate the big milestones but just pausing to enjoy those daily milestones and the smaller successes
1: exactly um, I think is really helpful Exactly. You know, I I don't know where that feeling guilty comes in, you know, just to rest a little bit. I mean, I I did leave the corporate world to become an entrepreneur so that I could have my own time as well. And I'm, you know, thinking like, what am I feeling guilty for? (laughs) You know, if I want to watch a Netflix movie, you know, I got to allow myself to do that, you know, comfortably. But, you know, I'm also a businesswoman and I do know that there are things that need to be done. And so that just is, you know, that just is. But, you know, to add on, you know, all of the anxiety on top of that, um, I don't know. I think that comes from some from the pattern of the past, you know, of being in the corporate world and, you know, this survival thing that we do. Um, Yeah. yeah, I, I think that's what it is. So you just have to tell yourself to chill out a little bit. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And ladies, I want—if it's okay—I wanted to read something uh, to you really quickly. Yeah, sure. Um, today happens to be the full moon. I don't know, you know, if anybody's into it, but anyway, today—are you, you okay? I am. But, <laughs> so today is the full moon, uh, Tuesday, February nineteenth, and this is what it says. It says. Creativity and inspiration are key words for this full moon, and we need to give our imagination some room to play and dream. We can put off the organization of details as we remind ourselves that life is not all seriousness and growth. There needs to be time for the inner child to express through creativity without any attachment to a specific goal. So... That 's my takeaway for today <laughs> I love that I definitely- you know we, we have to you know we have to uh, let go of the seriousness and the having to growness you know and um, and take time for the inner child to express yourself, you know otherwise, without being attached to a goal, I mean it just makes perfect sense for me today. that just rang volumes for me.
2: Thank you for sharing. That was wonderful. Like, it is very important to just be. Like, I know, especially especially for Danielle, and I'm sure for you as well, like, when is the last time you just took a picture just because? Or when is the last time you just designed something just for the heck of it? Like, you know, when you're kids, you draw, you paint things that are just your favorite color, or you you see something you like, and then you're going at it. So when is the last time you can actually sit back and just say, wow, I just wrote this poem for the heck of it? Or I just took this picture of this, you know, beautiful statue or this beautiful tree or this beautiful person I saw without, you know, being motivated by money, without being motivated by the hustle, but just because you felt compelled to do so. I think that's so important.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Because that's, that was the whole point in the first place, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Supposedly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Exactly.
0: I love this. This was, amazing kind of this is really what i had envisioned deep down you guys have no idea how much this feels me i'm speaking oh, in parts oh. of- so like wow like <laughs> this, this the dream this was the point of like having conversations like this on a regular basis um so thank you thank you for making this very first episode with our very special guest um sylvia hope having her on here Um, has been totally a trailblazing moment for me because I've learned some things just by listening to the conversations. And I'm hoping that everyone else listening to this also is inspired um, by the conversation.
2: So inspired.
3: (laughs) Yeah, this was, I mean, this was incredible. This is why we're doing this, to build that tribe and that community and raise the energy and just help each other.
1: Yeah, we, we really all need that support, why, which is why I want to thank you ladies for creating this podcast, you know, and when Brittany told me about it, I just said, you know, I said, oh my gosh, I'm going to be nervous. I don't know, you know, what to say, why I need and all of this <laughs> stuff. And then I said, well, if I'm just you know, going to be honest and just get into the groove of the conversation. They may be something that I can say that somebody else will hear and it'll make, you know, a huge difference for, and I know that's why, you know, you guys are doing this and it's so good to be able to come together and speak to, you know, everyone on it. And just, um, just so that, you know, you're not alone, really. You know, you're not alone and you don't have, you're not the only one with those fears and those anxieties. And, you know, every now and again, I'll ask, Brittany, do you get nervous when, you know, <laughs> you know, am i the only one. No, you never are the only one. <laughs> so I just, you know, I just want to say, you know, thank you for having me because um, this meant a lot to me as well.
0: Okay, so every once in a while, we get extra silly. We want people to really get to know us as people instead of just things or stuff. So this is our way of just doing that. Enjoy this little get-to-know-you trivia Jeopardy style with your friends, Brittany, Cicely, myself, and special guest, Sylvia Hoke. Okay, so we have multiple categories. Your categories to choose from level 100 to $500 is... Movies and TV, lifestyle, travel, work as an ERK, <laughs> and music. <laughs> okay, so you choose between um, 100 to $500 in any of those categories. Oh, um,
1: 200 lifestyle. lifestyle. Um, the lifestyle question
0: is dinner
1: and a movie
0: or hiking slash outdoor activity?
1: Uh right now these days, dinner and a movie. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I think we're all in that same place right now. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> totally, totally dinner and a movie.
3: <laughs> if it doesn't involve pajamas, I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not I have to leave my house? What?
1: Hiking? Oh,
3: <laughs> Our
0: lucky subscribers, they get to see it, they get to see it for real. <laughs>
2: You. Cicely, you want to pick one? Yeah. Um, as always, work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With an ERK. E R K. For three. For three. Okay.
0: Describe your hardest day at work.
2: Ooh. There's so many. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> there's it's not that bad, I promise. Um, ooh. I would just say, like, luckily, with the transition um, of, like, the job that I've been in now, like, working at the hospital, I work with um, newborns and their moms. It really, I've not had but, like, one hard day, which is great. It was just because we were busy. We had a lot of babies. There were, like, 26 newborns that night, and it was rough.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, and I I love love babies
2: as much as anybody. But after that weekend, I didn't want to see babies for like a solid week. (laughs) Like no, it's okay. I don't want to hold your baby. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad, but I would say that's probably the most challenging thing I've experienced at my new job working in the nursery is just being overwhelmed a couple times with having like a high volume of babies and moms and. It was kind of nuts but i mean you know if that's going to be hard if that's what my future in nursing is if that's a hard day for me i'll take that <laughs> exactly it's all perspective okay.
0: <laughs> right totally agreed agreed
3: oh my goodness that's awesome um okay brittany you're up let's see um, i trying to think of what the categories were um Y'all know I like to travel. So, uh what what amounts are available under travel Danielle? Travel for 300 is Thailand or United Kingdom. Oh man, Danielle, you've just chosen like my two favorite places on the planet. Like I love <laughs> both of these. Um, but for different reasons. I like I like the city vibe of London, but you know, Thailand is It's such a, it really is the, the happiest culture I think I've ever been around. I love all of the Buddhist temples. I love the beaches, the weather. um, And even, you know, even being, I got sick as a dog when I was in Thailand. I was so sick that I thought I would have to cancel my trip back home. And it is... Still, probably one of my favorite places I've ever traveled. So I think that that you know that says something. Um, but I don't know that I can choose between them. Is that a cop out? Because I really I love them for different reasons. <laughs> well,
0: you're gonna <in> flip a coin.
3: <laughs> if I was to flip a coin, you know, I didn't get sick as a dog in London, um, but you know, having been so, so ill um, and feverish in Thailand and still having such an incredible experience, I I think I might choose Thailand. Just don't tell anyone in the United Kingdom that I said that. (laughs) Right, right. It's a secret. Nobody in the UK can ever listen to this episode. oh my goodness
0: oh that's awesome okay sylvia we'll give we'll do one last round i think this is this has been fun okay uh, there are movies and tv lifestyle travel work and music travel all right and from ranging from 100 to 500 300 japan or france france Ooh. okay why yes they <laughs> watch
1: well because i've been there probably uh geez i don't know maybe about four or five times oh wow yeah to the south of france i used to go over there and stay at the same place um probably for about four years we had a friend over there that had a house and um so that was our little our, our little getaway, um, and so we explored France uh, for different years. But we traveled a lot around France, and it's it's such a beautiful part of the country, the south of France. It's really really gorgeous, Provence, really really pretty. So that's my favorite.
0: Aww, I love it. I love traveling. I love I'm traveling by curiously through all of you who are traveling traveling more often than I. so I like love it and people are like, oh I really tell me what it was all like like <laughs> all the details don't uh, don't skip anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to grab one more. okay, Sicily. You're up.
3: All
2: right. I will do music for 400, please.
0: Music for 400. Latest played music
2: on your phone or computer? Ooh. So I have um, a little playlist that I put together on Pandora, and it's like music that gets me. Like, I'm really good. Like, I'm really getting more into the past year and it's like vibrating higher and being positive and being grateful and feeling the things that I want to like manifest in my life. So, I've had, um, like, just a really nice, feel-good, lovey-dovey playlist that I have on Pandora. I mean, it's literally, like, a bunch of everything. It's Michael Jackson. It's Pharrell's happy song. Like, it's, you know, what is it that Liam loves? Liam loves Usher. DJ's got us Fallen in love. <laughs> so, it's, like, it's a really <laughs> good mix <laughs> of feel-good. Yeah, Liam likes Usher. I don't know. Just that one song. No other song. It's weird. But (laughs) but I've really been taking the time to, like, really listen to this music. And, like, you know, there's no hardcore rock and rap thrown in there. It's just really good, feel-good 80s, 90s, really good, emotionally sound music that just makes you feel good on the inside as well. So Mm -hmm. that's where I'm at.
1: (laughs) That sounds good. I might need a link to this playlist. <laughs> I, don't I was this. thinking the it's same it's thing, up. Brittany. <laughs> I was thinking, hmm, can you share from right. Pandora? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, I'll share. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay, uh, Brittany, you're up.
3: I'm going to do work with an E. Uh, four? Oh, uh, let's do for four hundred. Okay.
0: Work for 400 is first thing you do when you've had
3: a day from hell at work. Ooh. um, Let's see. <laughs> you know what? I, I mentioned that I love to just like veg out on the couch in my pajamas earlier and that real talk, hashtag real talk probably is what I do. Like I get home Man. and Immediately pajamas and (laughs) Netflix, and maybe like some, you know, I'm from Kentucky, so some southern comfort food like, give me some mac and cheese and mashed potatoes and my PJs, and (laughs) right, I'm
0: I'm like, I'm that is as I can get.
3: Yes, real talk.
0: <laughs> um, Sylvia, I just want to again thank you so much from from my personally for myself, um, yeah. and your time and space with us today, just allowing us to feel. Um, uh, A lot of the central and I'm pretty sure broad spectrum feelings that a lot of us across the world and across the nation are feeling as being a part of the creative community and trying to understand our surroundings and making space for ourselves and the world around us. So you seriously drop all kinds of knowledge on us on ways that we can, I can personally be better. And so I'm grateful and thankful for you. And I really want to make an effort to um, say thanks because we have some really cute goodies to give you in your way. Um, (laughs) 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 Our way to say thank you. Thank you for your time. That was fun. But now let's chat about upcoming events that could benefit everyone.
3: So I know that the first the first ones that come to mind are here in Kentucky. And these are, um, as you all know, like coaching. Coaching women, but also especially coaching young girls who have dreams of one day opening their own business or charity or like giving back to their community, that is a huge passion project of mine. So um, the first event that I'm going to speak to is geared around that. Um, So in the Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky area, coming up in March, there's a series of events called Young Women Lead. And you can learn more about this at youngwomenlead.com. And this is a free, 100% free leadership conference for high school girls in this part of the country Um, and I believe they've already had maybe one event in Cincinnati but they've got two more coming up no cost Um, if you've got any you know teenage girls who might be interested um, there's one happening in Lexington Kentucky in March and then there's another one happening in Jasper Indiana that one is on March 14th Um, so I highly recommend you know take your girls to these events and you know it's an inspiring all-day um time, but it's also, it doesn't cost you anything and it can really change their lives. Um, so that's the first event. Um, Now, the other event that I wanted to mention is the Adobe eLearning conference. Um, So this one is happening in Washington, D.C. on March 13th, but it is is also free. Um, So I will actually be at that conference. Um, If anybody's up for road trip, you just let me know. Uh, But that one is learning to use Adobe software to create online learning materials. So this could be for a business. It could be, like, for your own business or for your job or just a personal project um if you're wanting to do any tutorials or um maybe create a course um so like i said there's no cost to attend um so if you are interested in going to that one i will be there as well so um yeah those are the two that i wanted to mention today i love um
0: i'm kind of interested in that road trip because
3: yeah hey let me
0: know (laughs) Oh, that's really cool it, um i know it's right before the weekend of um lexington comic-con so i'm just like ah,
3: yes that could be a fun week danielle i'm just saying
0: <laughs> kind of like a
3: party week <laughs> right right live that life
0: <laughs> um yeah that does sound like fun uh speaking of fun um, one of the other events that I wanted to mention was something that I, my family and myself will be attending. It's Louisville's ninth Annual Arcade Expo. It's in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, it's a Triple Crown Pavilion. If you are an old school traditional gamer, um, this is your alley. Like all the original um, games, retro gaming, amazingness. I mean, that's pretty much all it is. Um, it's featuring hundreds of pinball and arcade games, including favorites like Pinbot and Adam's Family and Donkey Kong. Um, Miss Pac-Man, Galaga, Street Fighter, and all the things. So in our house, this is like a thing. Um, We used to be really avid uh, attenders of the Lex Lex Play gaming convention that used to be here at Rep Arena. Um, Since they've consolidated that event, they no longer continue it. But we've always been looking for other ways to kind of, you know, enhance our inner gamer. Um, And this is one of those uh, events that my family just loves to do so we yeah we tr- curate little mini gamers in our family so my husband's a gamer most of my kids are gamers um whether on a programming end or on the actual playing end and so this is kind of our thing where we just kind of mellow out and hang so um that particular date is march the 1st through the 3rd and it's three days of just nonstop gaming all day long, um, they do. You know, eventually shut off the building at night. But you know, <laughs> you can get right back up in the day. <laughs> you can game some more. <laughs> but it's, my family and stuff will be attending there. It's amazing. They also have a uh, cosplay contest and things like that there. Um, so people who like to cosplay specific video game uh, icons can can go and attend. Um, I won't be cosplaying at this particular event, but, um, I will be cosplaying for sure at the Lexington Comic-Con, um, at the end of March, but more about that, um, in the March episode, for sure. <laughs> yes, I cannot wait for these events. <laughs> yeah, these are amazing, and I love the fact, too, that all, like, creative stuff, um, Creative stuff for either entertainment, you know, for yourself to kind of take that space to break, space to take away a little bit. And then to uh, feed in the other part of your space, which is the creative space that you want to take up. Oh, my goodness. Wasn't that amazing? Thanks for listening to the MTG podcast. We would love your feedback on the quality of our shows. Let us know how we're doing with a comment or message on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram by following hashtag MTG the podcast. Continue to subscribe to future episodes via iTunes and Spotify and check out our complete private content filled with digital goodies just for you by being a Patreon subscriber. Until next time.
3: That would be awesome. (laughs) I'm trying to go to Washington, D.C. and Britney. Yeah. Oh, just come with me. Yeah. Just come tag along. It's free, girl. Just. I'm gonna get in the car. We're gonna take a road trip. Look, she's like, I'm already
2: ready to go. I'm
0: look. packing <laughs> the bologna sandwiches. I'm <laughs> packing